0: Hey guys, it's Alana and you're listening to Seeing Other People Unfiltered. It's Thursday, so that means real life daters are coming on to share their real, sometimes shocking and always unfiltered experiences. Think you're alone out there? Think you're the only one whose ex hooked up with your mom or whose last date ended up being a catfish? Think again.
2: Hi, my name is Taylor and I am here to talk about connecting with people from past relationships and finding out why things went the way they went and that it wasn't always what I made them out to be in my head.
0: Mm. That sounds relatable
2: and like something (laughs) a lot of people might
0: need to hear. Yes. (laughs) Speaking of connecting, I think Mm -hmm. we have to discuss when we originally connected because i i feel like you've been such a like a constant and such an important part in the seeing other people journey
2: i i am an og dating sucks here from the beginning person in fact i started following the instagram before the first episode came out Um, there was an Instagram post. It just came up like in my algorithm. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what the post was and I liked it. And I saw that the handle said dating sucks. And I said, yes, it does. And so I decided to follow it and, uh, I had no idea it was connected to hinge. I had no idea it was connected to a podcast. I didn't really listen to podcasts at the time. Um, and so when I found out it was a podcast, I was kind of like, Mm, i'm not really a podcast listener um and this was like right before the covid and lockdown Mm. and all that was gonna happen and um and then uh there was a post with jonah and jonah's hair and i was like you know (laughs) I think maybe I am going to follow this podcast. Like, this can't be all too bad. <laughs> this looks kind of intriguing. And so I did start to listen and um, found it interesting, and uh, actually started talking with Jonah a little bit through DM. And we had a lot in common and stuff. And so I was listening to the podcast, and then it was locked down and so we kind of entertained each other a little bit you know just like because we were both so bored and we had all this stuff in common and um so that's kind of like how it started and then you and i started talking a lot more and because like then he left to do his you know amazing brilliant things that he is doing now and we still talk every once in a while and um So so here I am and I've just been able to watch you like go from kind of this liberty gibbet kind of person, not always knowing exactly what you're doing to commanding everything that you're doing and interviewing the jonas brothers and being on the today show and like what is your life i don't even know <laughs> you're neither. getting married this year and it's just been this most beautiful thing to watch and i'm just so honored to be kind of sam just a little bit of a part of it because i was there from the beginning so
0: you're a big way more than a little bit of a part of it and <laughs> i i'm so thankful and grateful and it is so surreal that like we've been on this journey together and I can't imagine what it's been like for you having to listen to every step of my journey. <laughs> um, so props to you there. And uh, safe to say, unfortunately, dating still sucks.
2: <laughs> dating does still suck. It does still suck. Um, I am a uh, single. Uh, if everybody's out there listening in the Chicagoland area, I am single and looking. So, <laughs> but it's all thanks to Jonah's hair. So that we are here today <laughs> thank you
0: jonah's hair okay so i'm so excited to get into this conversation i feel like there's yes. so much for us to talk about when so reconnecting with an ex figuring out what went wrong tell us like yeah. where did this journey begin for you
2: okay so this started um again during the lockdown i well, I you know Facebook you have people from high school who will connect with you and you either talk to them or you don't or whatever. I had a best friend in high school, who a male best friend in high school, and um, I also had a mad crush on him. Isn't that always the way? And but we mm-hmm. never we never dated or anything like that. He dated a lot of my best friends but never me. And. Um, we lost touch. Um, I had moved away, and I've moved. I had moved back into the area where I grew up um, about ten years ago now, and we had started talking about like, oh, you know, we should get lunch once this lockdown stuff is over and everything like that. Well, and not realizing that COVID was going to go on for so long as it did and everything. So about actually about a year ago now we. Did make plans and we sat down and to have lunch. and we, He's married. He has kids. There was nothing. There was no intentions behind it other than just to catch up. We sat down, and it was as if no time had passed whatsoever. It was literally like, not even kidding. He was like, "Okay, so the first thing I have to tell you is," and I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I have to tell you something first," and it was the exact same thing. It was like, wow. You, yeah, yeah. It was like we had both come up with this idea about someone from our past, and it was the same idea about someone in our past. And from there, it was just like gangbusters, like, we knew each other. It was like when Harry met Sally, when they're like, it was as if nothing had changed. She was the, the exact same person, you know? Um, so we have gotten together for lunches several times over the last year and what has been really amazing is that no not only have I been able to look back at it and figure out that I thought I was in love with this man and thought that in in high school and thought that I had had you know made these mistakes and if I had just done this one thing if I had just made this one change my life would have gone on a different course and i would have married him and had this whole different life right and there was a long period in my life where i was very held on to that very strongly and really you know had a lot of regrets about that and it hurt me a lot for a long time so talking to him and recognizing that that wasn't what it was I just had a really strong connection with him. And because I was so young, you know, I was 15, 16 years old, I didn't know any other way to word it except for thinking it was romantic love.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And, and then also able to ask all these questions of, you know, why did you date my best friends instead of me? Why did, your guy best friends hate they all hated me they made my life miserable why did this happen why did this happen i thought because you know i was overweight i've always been overweight my entire life was i assumed that was why you know thinking it was because of me was it because i did this was it because i said this was it because i did this i assumed it was all me my body my looks i had bad acne i was you know i was all these things it was all because of me and things i did and my situations and he would have been embarrassed to be seen with me whatever Mm -hmm. and he it wasn't any of that you know he's able to look back at it i'm able to ask the questions that when i was a sophomore in high school I did not have the bravery to ask the questions, you know, in a million years, I never would have asked the questions. Now I can, because there's no stakes. Right. And it's not, it wasn't about me at all, you know, and the reasons that his friends didn't like me didn't have anything to do with me or how I looked or, you know, again, all the reasons. So it's been so, so incredibly healing. To be able to ask all these questions that I've had in the back of my head and that I've been blaming myself for for 30 years, because spoiler alert, I'm a little bit older than your typical demographic. <laughs> um, it's just fun. It's just fun. So, so, so healing. And he's been able to ask me questions too and find out why I did things and why I you know, reacted the way that I did for things. So it's been healing for him too. It's been very
0: much of a two-way street. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? It is so normal, but it's not talked about, and it makes all of us going through it feel really alone and frustrated. And I'm one of those women, and I have been so self-conscious about my hair thinning and shedding for so long. That is why I'm eternally grateful that I found Nutrafol last year, and honestly, I wish I had tried it sooner. When my team asked me recently if I wanted to team up with Nutrafol, I have never said yes to something faster. Nutrafol has become a part of my routine that I can't live without because of how much it's helped me and I truly could not recommend it more highly. Neutrophil is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And it is so easy to start your hair journey. You can take the hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root cause. Because everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth doesn't cut it. That's why Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow throughout different stages, as well as for different lifestyles like plant-based diets. And I know, I know, it can be hard to commit long-term to doing something every single day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online, no prescription required, free shipping and automatic delivery ensures that you'll never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. If I can do it, so can you. It's kind of funny that I'm recording this right now as I'm literally about to go get a haircut because my hair is probably the longest it's ever been right now and my hair never used to grow. But now it does. And it's really all thanks to Nutrafol. Plus, I am so grateful to be going into my wedding feeling confident about my hair. And that is definitely not something I expected to be able to say before starting Nutrafol. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners a $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. I'm not just a girl on the go these days. I am a chicken running around with its head cut off. Two podcasts, wedding planning, wedding attending, dog momming, traveling, and trying to eat well, move my body, and stay sane all at once is not a recipe for success. That's why I've turned to my recipe masters, aka Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat meals that taste delicious, make me feel good, and take a major thing off of my to-do list. Factors meals are pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved, and there are more than 35 options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more. Guys, I seriously can't say enough good things about Factors meals. They take two minutes to heat up, which means I can pop them in the microwave between recordings, or I can grab a ready-made smoothie from the fridge on my way to a workout class, or I can even have dinner ready for me and Jake after a really long day of work without lifting a finger. It has changed so much and has really made me feel like there's one less thing I need to worry about. And I feel good after eating the meals like they're so delicious and nutritious. You can order as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18 meals per week. And you can pause or reschedule whenever you need, which has been really helpful for me with on and off traveling that I've had over the last few months and over the next few months. And you guys know I love when things make sense financially and Factor meals are less expensive than takeout. So you save money and you don't have to go anywhere to pick them up. Factor's roasted garlic butter salmon and their tomato basil chicken risotto, are two of my favorites that I keep ordering on repeat, but honestly, every single one of their meals has lived up to the hype. And of course, we are hooking you guys up. Head to factormeals.com slash seeingotherpeople50 and use code seeingotherpeople50 to get 50% off. That's code seeingotherpeople50 at factormeals.com slash seeingotherpeople50 to get 50% off. I'm so happy that you had that experience and got to get these answers even if it was so much later than you would have wanted them it's still like you said like it's still healing now and you can kind of say like okay taylor you've thought these things and you've thought that these were all issues that held you back from this person and this life that you pictured and romanticized when Mm -hmm. a in reality if you guys had been together you probably wouldn't have ended up together And it wouldn't have been that happily ever after that you had wanted. And B, it wasn't because of all of these insecurities that you had. You just weren't meant to be together. Right. Exactly.
2: We weren't supposed to be together. And, you know, like I said, I am still single. So I have carried those insecurities with me this whole time. Mm -hmm. And to find out that because obviously that was a very fundamental time in my life. So Mm -hmm. to find out that that's not what it was, it's like, it's so freeing. It's like, it, it it doesn't cure the insecurities because obviously they're very, they're very deeply ingrained and that's not the only place those insecurities came from, but it does, like I said, start to heal a lot of that and it it's making the, stronger. It's making me look at relationships differently. It's making me just a better dater. It's making me a better single person. And it's making me look at myself
0: differently. Yeah. I bet it's making you be a lot kinder to yourself. Maybe. Or not. I mean,
2: yeah. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> You're like, <We're> getting there. <laughs> that plus Yeah, plus, yeah. yeah. Being, being kinder my, to myself is one of the Harder things in life. But yeah. yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> was it scary even now asking these questions? Or did you just feel like I got nothing to lose here? Like this feels comfortable. Why not?
2: Um, it no, it it felt comfortable because I'm so comfortable with him. I mean, he feels like home to me. He was somebody that I'm not gonna lie, Alana, the first time I saw him.
0: You were
2: like, like the hair. good hair. Um, I, I'm a sucker for good hair. Um, like in high school, the first time I saw him, I it was like this instant recognition. It was like uh, this. I know this person. I I thought mm-hmm. it, you know, back then I thought it was love at first sight. But it was like I I know you. I spark with you. I I got you. Like I just I whatever it was. I don't have the words for it, but it was like you know we were the a group of friends, and there was even like his best, his other best friend was there, who was, frankly, in my eyes, more attractive than yeah. this guy. But this was the guy that I was like, boom, home. This guy, click, sparked, you know, I don't know, twin flame, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's just he's home. He's like he's he's just one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Yeah, and beautiful. Not got him back. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because of that experience, and possibly influenced by at the same time, Olivia Rodrigo's album coming out, which you know has a lot of songs about getting you know meeting up with an ex and those kinds of things. I want to get him back, (laughs) yeah. Well, maybe not wanting to get him back, but like you know, yes, he is my ex, but you know, who says that we can't get together, right? Um. I had planned a trip, as you know, to Brooklyn in October where I was hoping to meet up with you and I didn't I get the chance to. Oh. I know. I was also hoping I was, to like, meet up with... was like the
0: craziest month of my life.
2: <laughs> I know. I was also hoping to meet up with Jonah and I didn't get to do that either because the writer strike had just ended. I was... If mm. if the writer strike was still going on, we were going to be able to meet up finally, but the writer's strike had just ended. Um but anyway regardless um I realized that one of my exes from 17 years ago that I had met on MySpace <laughs> oh my god so ancient a million years ago hey I have uh, one too <laughs> I know but you probably weren't 30 years old when you True <laughs> but, Yeah um he the last time that i had talked to him he lived in new york city and so i'm like well okay well that's not true the last time that we talked on good terms because not too long ago probably a year prior he had tried to um he sent me this weird email where it basically just said like hello and i was like i thought maybe he had been hacked or something, which is the only reason I replied because we had not like ended our last conversation on good terms. And I really kind of laid into him because I was like, the only reason you're trying to get a hold of me is because you're bored and da-da-da-da-da. it wasn't good. So the fact that I even decided to reach out to him because I was going to be in town, I was like, oh well, I'm going to be in town. And if you are still in town, uh, and you want to get together and just talk. I'd be up for it. So the fact that I even reached out to him is crazy. Because the last time that I had talked to him. I
0: railed into him. It was crazy. <laughs> what was your relationship like when you were together? Before we get into reuniting. oh, okay.
2: Um When we were together. Uh, we were. I guess you would consider it a situationship. Because. He was never able to fully call me his girlfriend. And uh, it drove me crazy. He was my first real relationship in my eyes. Because I cared very deeply about him. I know he cared very deeply about me. But we never went anywhere. We were in my apartment like every single time with the exception of maybe like one or two times. Um, he was, I was in grad school at the time. He was, he was an undergrad as an adult student um, at a different school. So he was very busy. I was busy as well. Um, he claimed that we could never go to his place because he had all these roommates and, Um, He never wanted to spend the night, which frustrated me. Um, There were a lot of frustrations, but it's like I didn't have a lot of experience with relationships and stuff. So I was trying to balance, like, trying to withhold things to try to get him to commit more. And I was playing some games and things like that, which I shouldn't have done. But I was immature,
0: didn't have seeing other people at the time, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, it also sounds like it's like when... Cause I've been in that situation where there's somebody you, like you said, like you care so deeply about and all you want is to like be with them and for them to want to be with you, that you end up not only playing mind games with yourself, but trying to find ways to convince them and get their buy-in to move things forward and get things to where you want to be. And so it, even if like, like I it's, it's a terrible feeling, but then Mm. the good makes up for the bad in a weird way where it shouldn't right. because it, it doesn't. Right. But the second you're with them, you're like, Oh, well all of the pain I felt since I last saw them has now magically, mysteriously disappeared.
2: Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I've, I've definitely been in relationships that were way worse where there was a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad so much like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause he was communicative while we were, you know, not together. I mean, we would see each other almost every weekend, but he yeah. he was in a program um, where it was like studio theater tech. So he had to do shows on some weekends and things like that. So there were some weekends we couldn't see each other. But again, it was, I was in my head about we didn't go out anywhere. And so I thought, well, he is ashamed to be seen with me. Because, again, you know, I've got the self-image issues about my body and all those kinds of things. And, um, you know, he just wanted want to introduce me to his friends and all those kinds of things. So, and he ended up breaking up with me over <laughs> a Yahoo, like, instant message, away message or something after oh he had God. been away for a couple months. And then he came back and then... And then he went away for like the holidays, and there was like a MySpace like status or something about some other woman who I don't know. It's a whole thing. It was it was a big big mess. Social media craziness. Um. So like he really like really really hurt me when we were together. Like we felt really really connected, and I think that's why he hurt me so much. Yeah, and um, why I was willing to give him like a couple different chances and things like that too. He always was very, um, I would call him like in my head, call him like my little Eeyore because he was always kind of very glass half empty kind of a guy and just a lot of like darkness and sadness around him too. So there was that going on too.
0: yeah did do you think part of your wanting to meet up with him was because of wanting to almost like reaffirm based on the last meetup you had with your high school crush and friend that like okay my suspicions that he didn't want to be seen with me because of my weight and what i looked like like did you want were you hoping to go into this conversation come out of it saying okay like now i know that that wasn't that was just in my head also
2: yeah i just i i knew at that point there was power in having these conversations and i knew i was detached enough like i wasn't going to see him and fall madly in love with him or anything right right i i wasn't going to you know it wasn't my intention was not to get back together with him by any means um, my intention was just to ask questions and say, what do you think happened? And why did this happen? And ask the questions that I was not able to ask back mm-hmm. then. Yeah. And since I had seen how healing it had been with this other person, I wanted the opportunity to do it with him. It did not turn out so much like that. A little bit, but it was a very different experience.
0: Okay, let's hear it. I'm well nervous
2: first, now. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I mean, it's not bad. But um, first of all, I was incredibly nervous getting ready to go see him. And I don't know why. But I mean, like my hands were literally like I'm trying to put my contacts in and my hands were like literally shaking. I'm like, Taylor, why are you so nervous? Like, you know, this person, it's not that big a deal. Um, and by the way, he didn't live in New York. Anymore. He lives in Rhode Island, I think. And so it's like, oh, it's okay. You know, no worries. We'll just have to do it another time. He was willing to take the train, which I think is like a three-hour train, yeah, it's not to come in and see me. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So um, and again, let's remember the last connection we had, I like gave it to him. Okay. So I had The onus, of course, was all on me, like find where we were gonna meet. I'm like, I'm not from here. (laughs) But I did it anyway. So I had found this like pizza place where you could sit like a sit-down pizza place. And it was really cute, actually. And so I got there and like he walks in and he looks like him basically, which is good. And the first, I'm like, you know, give me a hug. And he's like, okay, I wasn't sure if you were gonna slap me. And it was like, oh why? Why would you travel three hours if you think I'm gonna slap you? That is so funny. Literally, was he? He was more nervous than you were. Yeah, I think probably <laughs> that he was. Yeah. Wow. But why would you travel that far to get slapped? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and we had texted back and forth like previous to this. He had to know that my intentions were not nefarious, but. Anyway, so we sit down and we're talking a little bit. And he mentions that his mom had died. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. My mom died recently too. And he asked me maybe two questions about that. And then the rest of the time was him just talking and talking and talking at me. A lot of it about his mom, the loss of his mom, which I'm not going to, I mean, it obviously profoundly, profoundly affected him, but it was a couple years. I mean, I just lost my mom. It's been under two years since I lost my mom. And so I'm not, and I'm not going to compare losses or anything, but it's sort of like, okay, so we're just going to talk about the loss of your mom the whole time, you know, like,
0: alrighty. Right. And that's something where like, you don't want to change the subject and you want right. to be passionate, but it's like, uh, that okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm,
2: I'm sorry. I get it. You know? And, yeah. You know, there were times when I like teared up cause it was emotional. Yeah. Like, you know, I was con- trying to connect with him. And then he says, um, it's okay, uh, says something about, like, his roommates. And I was like, oh, you have roommates. And I'm kind of surprised because at this age, you know, when he's got a job, whatever. And he shows me a picture on his phone. And Alana, I'm not kidding you, it was two puppets.
0: His roommates are puppets.
2: His roommates are puppets.
0: What, can you describe these puppets?
2: So they're like they're like muppet-looking puppets which we both love the muppets so okay fine but they are from they are fashioned to look after two characters from different horror movies and the 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 main one that is sort of like his favorite one is from a movie that I've never seen so I had no idea that, that it was even from a movie I didn't even get that until like 2 hours later Into the conversation,
0: and he's referring to them as his roommates. So is he like describing things that they do, or just like, oh, I like live with my roommates. And
2: he he takes the 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 male one like with him, like on like on a like a work trip he went on. He has pictures of he like dresses them up. He had a picture of it like putting flowers on his mom's grave like it's a whole thing yeah I don't even know what to say I know I was like okay okay are you
0: okay like a blink wor- twice if you need know,
2: like I'm help. worried about you now
0: yeah yeah wow Do- I said,
2: uh, I was like are you are you are you dating <laughs> like, are, are there real people no life? there's a third puppet Um, and he said like something to the effect of well I'm just not going to be fake anymore if I'm going to date somebody they're going to know like they're going to know about the puppets like I'm going to just be honest with them and tell them about the puppets I'm like okay all
0: right yeah you know what I would want to know that too yes the person for him will embrace that and accept that and maybe have puppets of their own so I do support that yes
2: And and P.S., in case you're wondering, he's not a puppeteer. Like, this is not, this is not, like, a profession
0: or a hobby. Did he say how long he had these puppet roommates for? Like, how he got into them? Was it part, like... It It was, was, (laughs) it was after his mom passed and he got some, like, money
2: from an inheritance. And he saw it in the store and he just felt drawn to get it so i don't know maybe it's like a maybe it's a grief thing maybe it's yeah. a more uh, maybe i don't i don't no. know okay. i don't know Teach their own right right
0: yeah
2: um so a lot of the time he was talking at me not to me and i would say maybe three times he actually made eye contact with me. And when he did, it was like, oh, there he is. That's the person that I had a relationship with. There's the guy that I fell in love with. But then it was gone. And so I was trying to steer the conversation to, okay, remember when we did this? Remember when we did this? To try to get to, the, that's what I, the part that I wanted. To talk about. So I finally was able to get a little bit of information. I'm not even kidding you, Alana. I was like, So, what were the things about me that you liked? And he said like one thing and then he got distracted or something. And I'm like, I literally was like snapping and waving. I'm like, Hello, hi, me, things you liked over here. Hi, you know, that's how hard it was to like have just a conversation with them. Yeah, we did get to talk about some things, thankfully. And one of the things that he talked about how he was so stressed out all the time. He really didn't have any money. And that's the reason we didn't go out and do anything. He didn't have any money. He had a lot of financial stress and didn't have anything to do with me or how I looked or anything like that. He was not embarrassed to be seen with me at all. Um, which I should have known because he like pursued me on MySpace for an embarrassingly long time. Mm-hmm. Like these days we would have been concerned about it. And- <laughs> okay. We would have, we, we would not have been okay with it. But back then, you know, we didn't, it's I didn't a have a time. It's a different time. Yeah. When he did originally break up with me, it was basically the beginning of his senior year. And he told me that he had been thinking like all that summer about how, his senior year was going to end, and he was going to have all these, you know, student loan debt, and where was he going to live, and he was going to have to get a job, and, you know, all these stresses, the things that were just weighing on his mind. And I said to him, you never told me any of this. I didn't know any of this was happening. You never shared any of it with me, and I was the person you were having a relationship with. And he looked at me, and he said, why would I tell you you're not my mom? Wow. I was like, "Oh, uh, what?" <laughs> um, okay. It just explains I guess where he was in terms of relationships at that yeah. point in his life. He was not ready to have a grown-up relationship.
0: Yeah. And I think it's another example of like things happened for a reason. I don't want to say everything happens for a reason, but things happen for a reason like Yeah. It seems like it's very clear to see that this isn't somebody you would have been able to create a long-lasting life partnership with it's not somebody that now you look at and you're like oh this could have been my happily ever after right i even asked him like why would you never even spend the
2: night with me and he said i just can't sleep in other other places like strange places i just i don't get any sleep And i was like yeah but she would have been with me like Even if you didn't sleep for one whole night, you would have been with me that night. Like, could you not have given up one night of sleep to be with me? It's like, again, it's that maturity. It's the, you know, wanting to sacrifice for someone else mentality.
0: He just didn't have that. It's so interesting to like pause and think about how somebody's actions or even our own actions to other people like – can leave such a lasting impact. And I think that's one of the reasons I'm so glad we're talking about this because obviously like hearing your story and the healing process you've been able to go through now and getting to learn, like it had nothing to do with you. It wasn't about you. I think right. that, that's beautiful, but also, so I think it's so important for people to realize like what they don't communicate to somebody else can leave such a lasting impact on them and how they view themselves and it's so important to be thoughtful and intentional and communicative in dating like we're not just going on dates with people like we are impacting each other's lives and dating is really freaking hard and it is on all of us to take on that responsibility of like being a good person yeah.
2: Absolutely. And you you have to let people in on what you are going through because so many of us are making up stories in our heads. We are filling in the gaps that you are leaving. And we are we are blaming ourselves when we fill in those gaps because we don't have any other information. And that's why I hate ghosting so much because when you ghost someone, they blame themselves because they don't they don't have any other information. I have yes. been ghosted in some situations that were really really painful, and I I will never know the real situation, but I, I blamed myself because. Yes, we can say, oh, well, that person was just really bad at communication and you didn't want to be in a relationship with someone who was that bad. Of course, absolutely. But at the end of the day, when I'm, you know, alone in my bed at night, I'm thinking, well, what was it about me that he didn't want to be with? Because that's what we do as human beings. It's just just human nature. And so you have to help people out a little bit. Even if you don't want to be with them forever, if you care about them at all as a human being, like we just have to be kinder to
0: each other. Yeah. And I think not just if you don't want to be with them forever, but especially if you don't want to be with them forever, because just because you're leaving a relationship, a situationship, a dating experience, that doesn't mean suddenly you've disappeared and all the conversations and experiences the two of you have had together disappeared like those the words the actions all of those have a lasting impact Mm -hmm. and i mean i definitely regret the way i acted with certain people and i wish like i i've still thought about like apologizing or trying to explain a state i was in when maybe i hurt somebody Because Mm -hmm. I hate that I did that. And I hate that my actions and my immaturity or whatever I had going on behind the scenes, whatever mental health situation I was dealing with, like, I hate that that negatively impacted somebody else because that was never my intention. But we all it's this like cycle of hurting other people Mm -hmm. and everyone then assuming that it was their own fault when. It wasn't. Sometimes, listen, sometimes it is. But right for the most part, we're just, we're so mean to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the more information we have, the more we can all communicate with each other, the less that would happen.
2: Absolutely. That's the goal. And therapy.
0: <laughs> therapy therapy. Too. A lot of therapy. Yes. Shout out to my therapist. Yes. Shout out to all the therapists out there. <laughs> yes. Do you, from these two experiences recommend to other people reaching out to previous partners or people in their lives, if they still have questions, if it's been x number of years, and they've still been thinking about it? Or do you think that it's not like what Yeah, after these experiences, not just one, but two, where do you stand on this? I think that you have to
2: be in a very specific place to be able to do it. Um, I I think you have to not want anything back from that person except for a few answers, Um, and and you may not get those answers. Um, you, You can't have any expectations that they are going to you know, want you back or anything like that. Like you, you have to be completely done with that person. And I think that you have to let them know up front what your intentions are that like, I'm just trying to get some healing here. And maybe that's the mistake I made with um, the second guy is that I didn't make that a hundred percent clear Um, I mean, he knew I wasn't trying to like get back with him or anything, even though like I even just tried to, cause it was cold, like link arms with him and like cuddle up with him a little bit. And it was like, you would have thought I was, I don't know, trying to like make out with him or something. (laughs) It was, it was crazy. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not trying to hit on you. Relax. (laughs) Like. We've done way more than this. Like, yeah, we're fine. You're fine. I think maybe you really need to think about what questions you want to ask ahead of time and be prepared to not get answers because you might not. And it might
0: also be worth, like, if you can actually pinpoint the exact questions you want to ask, what if you tried answering them for yourself? I mean, yes, that is also
2: possible and you may have to because you may not have the ability to contact yeah some of these people you know they may not get back with you you may not you know they may not be on social media they may have passed away they whatever um but again we play these games in our head and sometimes it's nice to know the real answer yeah so absolutely you know, if, if you can, it's nice.
0: Yeah. Is there anything about these experiences that I didn't ask you about or that you wanted to share?
2: No, I will just say the funny thing that I didn't share about the second guy is that if I had any questions about how he felt about me originally, he did end up dating someone after me who had her first name was Taylor. Her last name had the first like three or four letters of my last name she had um the same hair as me it was like he was like come on dude copy paste yeah yeah (laughs) so I knew that he cared about me at least you know but uh, it was just it was it was sad it was sad to see it ended up I mean, I did get answers, but it was sad to see. I don't think he's happy. And that made me sad. That made me sad. But we still talk. We still, he sent me a text. (laughs) And I think it was Thanksgiving or Christmas. A picture of the puppet. Oh my god. Merry Christmas from me and my family.
0: (laughs) Oh, I mean, it sounds like maybe he needed the meetup more than you did.
2: Maybe. Maybe. So, Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, Taylor, thank you so much for sharing your story and everything. I again, also, just like for being you, and I really oh. wish I could give you the biggest hug right now. Oh, um, one day I, we will. One day, but I yes. do think there's so much that you learned that I hope other people can learn from, and so many important messages in your experiences. So thank you. You're welcome. Now you you're know, ask me. You know it's coming.
2: Yes, I do. Taylor, (laughs) what
0: is, I feel like I'm about to be like, will you accept this rose? (laughs) What is the best piece of dating or relationship advice you've ever received?
2: Okay. So I've given this a lot of thought because I knew it was coming. Um, all right. So here's the thing. I just recently heard, We've obviously we've all heard about green flags and red flags, and apparently now there are beige flags, and I don't even know what those are. I don't even think I want to know what those are. Listen, at some point we're going to have enough flags that people are going to have more flags than the United Nations, okay? Because we're going to just keep coming up with things to look for, and I understand. I understand why it's happening. People don't want to get hurt. I get it. Nobody wants to get hurt. I have been hurt more. You put more than Taylor Swift songs and Adele songs together. I have been hurt more than that. Heartbreak, you know, crushes not working out, whatever it is. And it sucks. It absolutely sucks. I'm still here. I'm still standing. I am still looking. (laughs) I'm still hopeful. Okay. You can't have love without getting hurt it's it's like the price that you have to pay to play you're gonna get hurt in your search it's just you have to know that it's gonna happen and you're gonna get through it it's gonna make you a stronger person you're gonna date some duds you're maybe gonna date a guy with some puppets you know (laughs) and it's gonna be a great story one day. Exactly. (laughs) So stop focusing so much on the red flags and the beige flags and the polka dot flags and whatever flags. Go meet people because you don't know what you're going to find. And if you get hurt, you get hurt. You know what? Then you put yourself back together. And when you glue yourself back together, you do... What the Japanese do, they glue themselves, they glue their broken ceramics back together with 24 karat gold hey. and you become stronger and you become more beautiful and you go out there and you have lived experiences. You can't live in a bubble if you want love.
0: Drops mic forever. <laughs> Boom. Iconic. Obviously <laughs> could not possibly agree more with everything you said. A lot of great references and metaphors in there. More <laughs> flags than the United Nations. That's brilliant. Um, thank you. Yeah, I mean, nothing left to say. I, that was beautiful. That thank was beautiful, you. Taylor. Thank, thank you, you so much for being here to everyone. You who's are so welcome. Thank I'm you so guys. I finally got to be on. The second, oh my god, the second I saw your email, I was like, yes. Like I don't care what she's writing in this email. Like the answer is yes. Um So thank you. And to anyone listening, if you want to come on seeing other people on an unfiltered episode, I would love to have you email seeing other people podcast at gmail.com with your story that you want to share. And I hope to have you on soon. Thanks for listening, daters. I hope today's episode made you feel just a little bit less alone out there, no matter what your status might be. Give your finger a break from swiping and hit that follow and review button instead. And if you have any burning questions or want to share your own unfiltered dating stories, reach out to seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, keep on seeing other people.
1: Ah, uh, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com.